five steps for, for finding and booking gigs and the process that you need to take. So make the acronym speak S P E A K. Hello everybody. Welcome to the strategy show. Super pumped to have Grant Baldwin, master of the speaking word. We are going to ask him now the nitty gritty. So I want to get my first speaking gig. How do I do it? So how can I find and book speaking gigs and how, how should I really get this thing started? Great. Yeah, so if, so uh, so inside of our uh, our book, the successful speaker, uh, we walk through five steps for for finding and booking gigs and the process that you need to take. So make the acronym speak S P E A K. Uh, and so the the, the we'll, we'll, what we can do is just kind of walk right through that. So the S is select a problem to solve. This is probably the the most important part of the process where you get really really clear on who you speak to and what is the problem that you solve for that audience. The mistake a lot of speakers make is they try to speak on a whole bunch of different things to a whole bunch of different people, but that doesn't work. You want to solve one specific problem for one specific audience rather than trying to be all things for all people. So once you're clear on that, the next step of the process is the P is to prepare your talk. And so this, this comes down to your, you know, you know what your talk is going to be about. You have kind of a rough idea, but you're, you're staring at a blank screen trying to figure out how do you put it together and what goes into it and uh, trying to figure out, you know, uh, how to tell good stories and use humor and transitions and slides and that sort of thing. So that's what we dig into there. The E is establish yourself as the expert. Uh, so this comes down to two key marketing tools that every speaker needs to have. You need to have a website and you need to have a demo video. The third or the fourth part of the process is the A, the acquire paid speaking gig. So this is the part that, you know, you're kind of asking about that we want to get to, but it's important to realize that you have to have these other pieces in place first before you get that. Otherwise you're saying, Hey, I want to book gigs. I want to acquire paid speaking gigs. And we go back to the S uh, select a problem to solve. Well, who do you speak to? What do you speak about? Well, I don't know. I don't, I'll speak about whatever. I'll speak to whoever, you know, I just want to acquire gigs, you know, it's like, no, no, you got to get some of these foundational pieces in place first before we fast forward to this point. So the A is acquire paid speaking gigs. And then the last part is the K is knowing when to scale. So a lot of people who are interested in speaking are also interested in writing a book or having a course or doing coaching or doing consulting or doing any number of things. And you can do all the things, but you can't do all the things at once. So something's going to come first, something's going to come last. So you have to be really focused and clear on what it is that you are trying to accomplish in your business and how does speaking fit into the mix. So, uh, so that's the nutshell. That's kind of the big picture of what the speak framework is uh, that we cover and teach inside the successful speaker. Cool. Do you want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing. Strategy in Sprints. Strategy means more revenue through a better offer. Doing it in Sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. You can see yours in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com slash sales and completing our exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you? Now, I have selected the problem and I start. Mm -hmm. uh, do I make a list of all the conferences where this problem is discussed and I, I pay a VA to find out the emails and I send the demo to everybody or how do I do it? 
Yeah, good question. So one of the first things you want to do is you want to make sure that everyone in your sphere of influence knows that you're a speaker. People won't think of you as a speaker if you don't tell them that you're a speaker. Now you may be thinking like, but I don't, you know, I don't know anybody in my sphere of influence, my, you know, my, my family, my friends, my coworkers, my colleagues, I don't know anybody who hires speakers. And that may be the case. Maybe none of them know, uh, maybe the none of them are actual event planners, but maybe some of them know someone who is. So for example, uh, I was talking with someone uh, yesterday who said when they were getting started, they were, uh, they really wanted to speak at Google. And so they reached out to a friend who worked at Google. They, that person did not hire speakers, but they said, who would I want to contact at Google if I wanted to speak at something? And they were able to connect them with the person that they needed to talk to. And that tends to be the case with a lot of events is again, nobody's going to think to recommend you. If you don't ask, nobody's going to think to recommend you if you don't tell them that you're a speaker and this is what it is that you do. So, uh, so you want to be really, really clear again on who you speak to, what you speak about, and then let everyone in your sphere of influence know that you're a speaker uh, so that they know to, to think of you. So that's when you say on LinkedIn, I'm a speaker, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What's your experience right now? Everybody's a speaker. Uh, how to balance that and to have it in an, in an authentic way? Yeah, well, some of it comes back to what we touched on, uh, again, on that S, selecting a problem to solve. Because it's one thing to say, like, hey, I'm a speaker, right? Uh, it's another, it's kind of like saying, um, you know, I cook food. You know, it's like, well, what does that mean? You know, versus like, uh, I make really, really good um, tacos, you know, like some type of very specific thing where someone's like, okay, I, you know, if I want tacos, I know that this is the person that I want to talk to, um, you know, versus just like, I make food, you know, like that doesn't really tell me anything. So someone saying like, uh, you know, I'm a speaker if you need a speaker, let me know. Like that doesn't tell anybody anything uh, versus saying like, you know, I speak to uh, real estate agents about how they can increase their um, leads from Facebook ads. You know, some very specific problem and very specific solution that you offer. Uh, now all of a sudden it makes it easier for people to think, okay, I know, I know someone who could benefit from that or I know someone who could use that. So that'd be one of the big things is again, be really, really clear and specific uh, in the selecting a problem to solve. Beautiful. So I tell my surroundings that I speak about this topic and that solves that problem. What do I do next? Do I reach out to people who have conferences? Will they listen to me? Yeah, you certainly can. One of the things I would recommend though, when you reach out to conferences, so let's take the real estate example. You know, if you speak to realtors, then there's going to be a lot of different realtor conferences, associations, groups, gatherings, events that may be looking for speakers like you to come in and speak and to help teach and train and, and support their audiences. So yes, you can absolutely Google, look those up, and I would recommend doing that. Now, when you reach out to them though, um, you have to be really, really aware of how you're reaching out, what it is that you're saying. The mistake that a lot of speakers make is they'll send some like 98 paragraph email about, you know, I'm so awesome and I'm a great speaker and here's my life story and here's a bunch of links and here's a bunch of videos and yada, 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 yada. And nobody's going to read that, right? So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you are really clear on, on keeping it short, keeping it concise, keeping it, uh, making it personal, that you're not just copy and pasting and sending it to a whole bunch of people. Uh, and one of the most important parts of the email is that you want to ask a specific question that gets them to reply. So rather than just sending like a long email and saying, hey, if you ever need a speaker, I hope you think of me, there's nothing to really respond to there, right? So you want to start a conversation. You're trying to start a dialogue with this potential person. So asking something about, you know, when they start reviewing speakers or when they'll start planning their events or some of the speakers that they've had in the past or something that, that you couldn't easily like search for or find, but uh, you've done a little bit of homework and you're just trying to, again, start a conversation with them. So be thinking about it through uh, in that way uh, whenever you're reaching out to people.
Beautiful. Now, I start to thinking about the pricing, but we will talk about that next week. But many of our clients who are trying to get gigs, they tell that when they reach out, their price position is really bad. And um, when other people reach out to them, the price is much better. So what's your experience of this balance? And should, should one be... Uh, the main option or is both uh, viable and if so how to keep that balance yeah so here's one of the things that i've noticed is that speaking is very much a momentum game right that that whenever you're starting in the beginning the mistake a lot of people a lot of speakers make is like okay I'm, i'm clear who i speak to what i speak about i've got my website i've got my video i've got my talk and now I just sit back and I wait for the phone to ring and wait for people to find out because I don't want to reach out. I don't want them to reach out to me, you know, and then we just, we sit and we wait, you know, like, I don't want to do that. Like I want to build, I want to build some momentum. So I need to get some stuff going. So one of the things that I found is that the more you speak, the more you speak, meaning that the, you're start, you're, when you speak, you're going to start to get people who see you, who, who, uh, um, you get some repeat business, you get some referrals, you get some word of mouth, you get other speakers recommending you, you get other event planners recommending you, but that doesn't happen unless you start the ball in motion. So over time, yeah, the more you speak, the better of a speaker that you are, the more people are going to start to reach out to you. But in the beginning, it's just like, nobody knows who you are. So you can't just sit back and wait for people to find you. So just because you reach out to a potential event doesn't mean that they won't pay you or that puts you in a bad position. Remember, this is why it means that you get really, really clear about who you speak to and what's the problem that you solve. Because if I'm, if I'm a, again, if I'm that speaker who speaks to realtors uh, about how they can increase their leads through Facebook ads, and I reach out to an event planner who's putting on an event for realtors, I'm providing a solution to a problem they have. You know, I don't have to convince them to hire speakers to talk to their realtors. They're already planning on hiring speakers. I'm just showing why I am a good fit for their event. Does that make sense? So that's the way you really want to think about it is again, you're providing a solution to a need and a problem that they already have. So, um, it's a, it'd be like if, um, you know, it's springtime here at the time of this recording. So if someone came to me and said, Hey, um, you know, would you like for me to mow your grass? Uh, and, and here would be my fee for to mow your, mow your grass just because they came and initiated the conversation doesn't devalue what it is that they're offering. Right. Um, versus if they just sat back and said, man, I'm just, I'm just sitting here waiting for someone to, to, uh, to call me up or to find me. Like I'm going to be a lot more likely to find, to talk to the person who, who came to my door, um, to provide the solution to the need that I have. Right. So that's what you're doing in the beginning is you're starting to, you're trying to get the ball in motion. Cool. And now what, what options does one have? So um, you can reach out to speaking bureaus directly to conferences. What else? What is your experience? And are some of them better than others? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend speaking out to, reaching out to bureaus um, because bureaus, uh, if you can't book yourself, a bureau is not going to be interested in, in booking you. So, uh, you know, sometimes we have the misconception that bureaus have all these gigs and like, well, you just have all these gigs. We just needed speakers. Like it's not the case, right? They have plenty of speakers. I am, uh, I've done hundreds and hundreds of paid speaking engagements and, and I've done probably five or 10 uh, bureau engagements. And so um, don't, don't try to build your business based on a bureau, right? Uh, bureaus, bureaus aren't going to be interested in you if you can't book yourself. Right. So uh, for everyone, like go ahead and just put bureaus out of your head. Okay. Don't view that as an option or a solution right now. Cause they're just not going to be interested in you. Um, so the best thing you can do is for, again, your, you to begin to reach out for you to let people know this is something that you do. Uh, and for you to put the ball in motion again, the, the, 
most speakers find this to be one of the hardest parts, right? Uh, and so what we were looking for, we're looking for a bureau, we're looking for an agent, we're looking for some shortcut or easy way to do this so that other people can do the work for us and we just get to go speak. And it just doesn't work like that. I, I found that the most successful speakers are those who are the ones that are willing to get out there, to hustle, to let people know uh, what it is that they, they do, to reach out to event planners, to start those conversations, to follow up on those conversations. And if you're willing to put in the work, then you'll see the results. But if you were looking for someone else to do it, uh, then it's hard to make any progress. Beautiful. So no speaking uh, agencies. Um, what's, what's the first thing to do? The, the first list? What should be the first list, the first 100 people? How, how do we create that list? Yeah, again, you can just go to google.com and look up, uh, you know, realtor conference or realtor event or realtor association or group, or again, whatever you're, whoever it is that you speak to, whatever it is that you speak about, I would not be looking for, um, you know, if I search for realtor conference right now, it's going to come up with big national events, big global events. That's not what you're looking for, right? Those events are too big. They're looking for big speak, big name speakers. Uh, but I'd be looking for uh, like local ones. You mentioned that you're in Vienna. So I might look up, you know, what are some conferences that are in Vienna or ones that are within, you know, a couple hours away or something or within a small little region, right? Where they can't, you know, the, those events, they can't afford some big, big wig national speaker. They're looking for someone who may be smaller, who may be more local or regional. Uh, they're still looking for a quality speaker. Uh, so I'd still, so I would start by reaching out to those rather than some of the big conferences. So, and, and you can level up from there. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, because, because, uh, the, the bigger the event is the, the potentially the bigger the budget is, but also the better speakers, uh, the more competitive it's going to be. And so the better speaker you need to be. And so the way that you get better as a speaker is that you speak, you know, it's like anything else, the way you get better as a writer is you write the way you get better as a singer is you sing. And so the way that you get better as a speaker is you, you have at batch, you have practice, you have reps that of, of gigs that you've done that helps you to become a better speaker over time. Beautiful. I'm so pumped that you come back. I want to ask you about the pricing, how to start the pricing, get the pricing right, uh, get a better price and scale from that. So thank you very much, Grant. Thank you. Appreciate you letting me be here. Yes. Bye-bye. All right, man. We all know that working in sprints is better, but how do we know what to work on? You're in luck because we have a 15-minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one -on -one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck.